I know I have to sort myself out, and I fully intend to, just not today. After a moment, she elbows me. Listen to this one. It actually sounds quite good, and it's in Fairlight. She reads aloud. Large furnished room in spacious house. Share with one other. One hundred dollars a week. A hundred bucks, Tim. Cheap. When I don't reply, she turns, nudges me again. Are you going to call or what? Must be a dump, I say grumpily. Mold. Rats. I can imagine it. You have no money, Tim, she says. You just have to take what you can get. Dump or not. She picks up my phone, stabs numbers into it. Come on, she pushes the phone against my ear, so I'm forced to take it. Just ask. It can't hurt. Stop being such a loser. Some bloke called Marcus answers, and we exchange information. He asks me how old I am, if I'm employed, and whether I'm willing to take a trip to Fairlight to see the room and meet my potential housemate, a girl called Anna. I wonder why Anna isn't taking the call herself. He gives me the address, and I tell him that I'll head up there later this afternoon. Can I just ask one question, I say, before I hang up? Of course, says Marcus. Why is it so cheap? What's the story? Lilla elbows me, makes a face. I ignore her. It's a large house, Marcus says in a smooth tone. Very large. Too big, really, for one girl to live in all alone. You'll understand what I mean when you see it. And Anna's only twenty. It would be helpful to have someone around. That's all I want to say over the phone. If you meet me up at the house, we'll be able to tell you more in person. But rest assured, there's nothing to worry about. The conditions are very reasonable. Conditions. The word has an ominous ring to it. I wonder why the room hasn't been taken and conclude that the conditions can't be as reasonable as Marcus promises. There must be some kind of catch. If something seems too good to be true, it's usually because it is. Though I'm suspicious of the insanely low price, I decide to go and take a look. Lilla's boyfriend Patrick comes home, and the air of hostility that seeps off him is almost as thick as the stench of his aftershave. Suddenly the space feels far too small. Lilla's right. I have to find somewhere else to live. I jog downstairs and out into the burning heat, just in time to catch the next bus to Fairlight. The house is enormous. Built of sandstone and brick, it stands two stories high and is the biggest and most impressive house in a street full of pretty flash houses. It's the kind of place you can't help but notice as you drive or walk by. The kind of house that makes you wonder about the people who live there. It's surrounded by lush green gardens, big lawns and beautiful trees, and is so unexpectedly grand that I wonder if I've made a mistake. It even has a name. Fairview is engraved in fancy writing across a sign on the front gate. I double-check the address. It's definitely the right place, and most definitely not the dump I expected to find. The front door opens as I'm walking up the path, but it's so bright outside and so dark in the house, I can't immediately see who has opened it. When I reach the top of the steps, I find a man waiting in the doorway. He's neatly dressed in a shirt and trousers, and he looks me up and down as I approach. I'm scruffy in my shorts and t-shirt, and for a moment I consider apologizing, 
until I remember that I'm looking for a place to live, not applying for a job. He puts out his hand. Marcus Harrow, he says. You must be Tim. He's taller than me by a good head length. His hair is dark, his face strong. I hear footsteps approaching from the hallway and a woman appears beside him. Like Marcus, she is tall and dark and dressed in business clothes. This is my sister, Fiona, he says. Fiona, this is Tim. We're friends of Anna's, she explains. She's waiting in the kitchen. They lead me down a long, wide hallway. It takes a moment for my eyes to adjust to the darkness. The floor is polished timber, the ceiling high and decorated with elaborate plasterwork. We pass numerous rooms, all with their doors shut, and an enormous staircase that leads to the upper story. At the back of the house, we come to a big kitchen and dining area. Unlike the gloomy hallway, this room is full of...